I bow to all the seekers of truth. I knew that in Vancouver there are many real seekers seeking the truth. But the time is so short and the world is so large. I've been traveling and traveling and I'm here only for tomorrow. <coughs> Doesn't matter, whatever may be the <coughs> span of time, Awakening of Kundalini just takes split of a second, if you are ready to get it. If there are obstructions, if there are barriers, if there are already preconceptions about things, then your mind sticks to them and the ascent does not take place. Because reality is what it is, it will be what it is. You cannot conceive it, you cannot change it, and you cannot conceptualize it, that this is the reality, this should be such and this should be such. So as a scientist, you have to keep a very open mind as to know what reality is. There may be many questions in your mind, as I can see them clearly, and has to be there. But by questioning also, it doesn't work out. Only the question like this, the way the girl asked me today on the television, it answers. She got the cool breeze in her hand immediately, as soon as she asked me. I do not want to avoid the answer, but people have to be prepared because the answer has no meaning for people who are not prepared. Christ said that he was the path, he was the gate, and people crucified him when what he said was absolute truth, but they crucified him for that. So one has to be cautious with human beings. They can be very funny. I don't know if he has told you or not, but people tried to beat me with Bible in the church. What an absurd scene I could never have imagined. But it's all right. That's all due to ignorance. <coughs> so if you are wedded to some idea or if you just believe into something, that is also blindness. Or you do not believe into anything that there can be God, also it is too much of abandonment. So you have to keep yourself open-hearted, open-minded, because it is your own that you have to get. This is within you. The Kundalini power is within you and the Spirit is within you. What I have to do is just to kindle it, awaken it, once you are awakened, you can do the same. Dr. Warren, who talked to you just now, I don't know how many thousands, he himself has given realization to. And surprisingly, Australia, a country which perhaps people said that there were people who went there as convicts, but they are doing the best among all the Western Eastern countries in the sense that 
we have maximum number of centers and maximum number of surgeons, great experts in Australia. Not only that, but for my traveling, they said, Mother, we'll pay for you, but you better travel all the way around. Of course, I didn't have much problem on traveling. But they said, no, Mother, we would like to pay for their salvation. A day must come when you Canadians should go to Australia to give them realization. That would be the best return to them. So now today, as the time is very short, <coughs> I thought I better tell you about what happens as a result of self-realization and how you go to wrong conclusions because of the confusions created by thinking about your perfection. The first and foremost thing that should happen to you is that your attention becomes enlightened. Means you become collectively conscious. Means your conscious mind gets another dimension in which you start feeling others. A gentleman in London <coughs> ten years back got realization. He was a scientist, so he was a little bit doubtful about the whole thing. He told me, Mother, how do you say that we can find out through telecommunication of God what's wrong with others? I said, all right, about whom do you want to find out? He said, about my father, he's not written to me and he has not spoken to me all these days. He was in Scotland. I said, all right, you put your hands like this and just think of your father. And then he said, oh, Mother, I'm getting a burning sensation here. Of course, I have to decode it. I said, this means this center here. This is the center, Vishuddhi, and it's the fathers. These are the fathers' uh, centers. And if you are getting burning there, that means he must be down with very bad bronchitis. He telephoned to his father. But father was not there. The mother said, your father is down with very bad bronchitis. Now he said, mother, how to cure him? So I told him the method by which he can put round him this power of love. After three, four hours, the father rang up to say, I don't know what happened, miracle, I got all right, my temperature has gone down, I don't know what happened. Now it is so fantastic that people can't believe it. It's too fantastic. But do you know, you have been made from amoeba to this stage. With what care, love, you have been created for some purpose. And when it works out, you are surprised at yourself. Now see this little instrument that is made. If you show to someone in a village, they won't understand that a little pipe like that can carry the sound. Or if you show them a television, they won't believe it. But when you plug it to the mains, they'll be amazed how that little box reacts. In the same way, I have to tell you that you are created in such a beautiful way. It's a perfect machinery within you. It's so scientific, it's so perfect that all these machineries will fail, but that machinery cannot fail. You are that beautifully made within yourselves. Of course, you have made some mistakes, no doubt, spoilt a little bit here and there. Little connections are sometimes loose, doesn't matter. 
it can be fixed. But you are all due for it and you all have to get it. Now what should you do about it is you don't have to do anything because to become a human being you did not do anything. What did you do to become a human being? Even to breathe you don't do anything. If you read books or have a guru and go to him and ask him how are we to bear, breathe, you would never exist. So you don't need anything, just the kundalini is there and an enlightened person can enlighten you. I would say that your attention becomes enlightened. Means if this room is enlightened, you can see what's wrong with this room, what's the color of this room. In the same way, you start feeling your own chakras, you start feeling your own centers. And then you don't feel bad because you are out of yourself. You can see yourself. You see the whole drama of yourself. And then you say, Mr. Oh, I see now Mr. Ego is coming up on you. All right, go ahead with it. You just address yourself in quite humorous manner that, all right, you have been doing all this, all right, go ahead for a while and then you will know. Like one gentleman asked me very seriously, Mother, if I was Napoleon in last year, don't tell me. I said, but what makes you think that you were last life? How, 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 what makes you think that you were Napoleon? He said, because I, my ego is too big, I can see it and I can draw very well. I have a very good hand for drawing. And he too had it. I said, now rest assured you were not Napoleon. He said, thank God. Otherwise I would have thought how much I have to fight with my ego if I was a Napoleon in last <laughs> life. So it is, if I tell somebody you have ego, then you'll be punched. I mean, you cannot get out of it. But when you start seeing your own problems, then you know that you better get rid of it. For example, if I have a, some black spot on my shawl, if you tell me, I would like to take it out. But if I'm identified with that one, I will not like it and I will never take it out. So the identification with, or we can call the misidentification, with yourself, your name, your all that is artificial drops out and you become an independent, free personality to judge yourself. That's how the last judgment is going to work out, that you will judge yourself, you don't need anybody else to judge you. And people come and tell me that, Mother, my Agya Chakra is catching, means my ego has gone up. Who will say like that, normal, have you heard anybody in normal conditions saying like that, that my ego has gone up? But you start seeing it so clearly and you laugh at yourself. Oh, this Hugo Mr. was with me and now he's showing his results. So that is how you start seeing your own problems. You know how to cure your own problems. That's how you cure your diseases. You cure your mental conditions. You come to a balanced path. I don't tell you. All ten commandments are after realization, not before that. I don't tell you don't do, nothing of the kind, because human beings are such that if you tell them don't do it, they will do it. <laughs> so best thing is not to tell them don't do it. But when the light comes in, the Sahaja Yoga today is so wonderful that first the light comes in. There's no question of cleansing, nothing. First the light comes into you and then you start seeing yourself in that light and correcting yourself. Sometimes the light can be very little. You might be surprised at yourself that it's very little with me, why is it so? But gradually you start understanding that 
I have problems on my centers. I have to clear my centers. We had a girl who came to see me many a times from Paris. So my husband asked him that she has now given you realization. Now why are you again coming and coming and bothering her? Because he's dealing with shipping. So she said, supposing, sir, you have a fifth hand ship, then what do you do? It is to be repaired again and again. She said, no, we scrap it. He said, but mother does not scrap, that's the trouble is. So I come to her for repairs. So even if there are problems, you see them and you understand them and you quickly try to remove them. Some people are so great, I have seen, that they just jump out of it, jump out of it permanently. They never catch, they have no problems, nothing. I have seen such personalities, but some are just the light, you enlighten, then it goes a little bit this side, that side, you have to look after it, you have to just give it a little shade so that it doesn't just blow off. But that's how the first seedling is to be looked after to make it into a tree. So you have to be respectful towards yourself, first of all, and kind to yourself and not to be angry. I have seen many people, after realization, they start getting angry with them. What is this? Why should I have got this thing, why did I do this? So forget about the past. You have to forget about the past. Whatever has happened, has happened in the past, doesn't matter. What has to happen is in the present. So the guilt business that many people have, I am guilty, that has to be given up. If you think you are guilty, then it's rather difficult because on the left-hand side, this Vishuddhi chakra catches very badly those people who think they are guilty for something. I mean, it's a fashion in the West to feel guilty. It's a very common fashion. <laughs> In India, I have not seen anybody knows about it. <laughs> and when I tell them, they are quite surprised. What is there to feel guilty? We are not in the jail. Why should we feel guilty? <laughs> so this kind of feeling that we are nurturing also stands in your realization and always sucks in your energy there. As the Kundalini is your mother, and she is the one like Mother Earth, like the Aquarius. It's the Aquarian age, is the age of the Kundalini, which is called as Kumbha in Sanskrit language. So she represents that. And the Kundalini, when she comes up, she nourishes you. And in that nourishment, she looks after your attention. She fills up the attention with her energy, which gets ignited by the entry of the Spirit into your attention. So far, your attention is not in your central nervous system. It is there. It is the one who is the witness. He is looking at you all the time, and he knows what you are doing. But he doesn't say, doesn't interfere. It's just there watching. But after realization, this spirit enters into your attention and starts guiding you. Only through vibrations this new dimension that you achieve of cool breeze, you understand what is right and what is wrong. So far you live in relative world. But after getting the realization, the spirit guides you clearly what is to be done, whether to do this or not. And your priorities change so nicely that you know where to waste your energy, where not to waste your energy, and where to use your energy. You just start understanding the complete picture of you being the part and parcel of the whole 
and that's how you become collectively conscious. For example, this finger of mine is painting, so I rub with another hand. Now, I'm not obliging this finger by any chance, neither this finger feels obliged. In the same way, in collective consciousness, when you do something for others, you don't think it's a social work or you have done some good to others, it just happens because it just emits through you. You can't help it. Wherever you are, you bring auspiciousness, you bring goodness, you bring wealth, health, and every sort of well-being. Krishna has said, yoga kshema vaham meham. First yoga, if you get the yoga, the union with the divine, then you get the kshema, means the well-being. And that's how the kshema has worked many a times. We have had many experiences which, are, which can be called extremely fantastic for you and for your understanding, but it works out. It works out. People get over their sickness, so some of the doctors are angry with me. They think that I'm going to cancel them completely from this <laughs> world. And the psychiatrist you don't need anymore because you are no more in a state of confusion. You reach a state where you see things absolutely clearly and understand. Now one can say, <coughs> as a doubtful case, that how are we to know that what we know through the vibration is the correct thing? Because when it is yes, you get lots of vibrations coming into hands, and when it is no, your vibrations disappear. Sometimes if you ask about some gurus, whether they are good or bad, you might, if they are bad, you might even get blisters in your little bit. They can be so horrid and devilish that they can give you blisters. So then you understand who is real and who is unreal. But how do you understand that whatever you know through your vibrations is the perfect thing, is the real thing, is the absolute? For that I'll give you an example. Once <coughs> I was in Pune and they had arranged my program in a hall which was sort of belonging to some Brahmins. And the Brahmins got very angry because I'm not a Brahmin. So they said, we can't give, according to them, I'm not a Brahmin. So they said that we can't give this hall to Mataji. She's not a Brahmin. So the organizers never told me, but they told them that if you don't give her, we have already published in the newspaper and we'll also publish that you did not give the hall because she's not a Brahmin. Of course, this is too much for them because it's a secular state. You are not supposed to do like that. <laughs> so they said, all right, let's have the program. And I was having the program. So I asked among you, right? They never told me, but I knew the problem somehow. So I asked them, among you, who thinks that their Brahmins should come forward? So three, four of them, you see, like great warriors walked in front and sat before me. As soon as they sat, they started shaking. Duck, 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 duck. So I said, what's the matter with you? They could, they could not control themselves. They said, control yourself. They could not control it. They were shaking like this. I said, what's the matter? They said, Mother, we accept you are the Shakti, now stop this. It is too much. Uh, you are the Shakti, you are the power, that's why we are shaking. I said, that's not the thing. The, the others are not shaking, they are feeling the cool breeze. Why are you shaking? He said, no, Mother, we are real Brahmins, we assure you, but you are Shakti, we are sensitive, that's why we are shaking. Then they turned around and said, see, there are three, four people here, they are also shaking. All right, I said, go and find out who are they. So there was a doctor sitting, he said that these are all certified lunatics from lunatic asylum, <laughs> and they are shaking. 
They got a fright of their life, you see. They said, are we lunatic mothers? I said, no, but the way you think you are Brahmins is not true. Unless and until you know the Brahma, the all-pervading power of God, you are not a Brahmin. Unless and until you have felt that, you are not a baptized person. It's artificial. Somebody put something on your head and said that now you are baptized. So we believe, oh, we are baptized now. That's all artificial. Understand it all artificial is a drama played. You must understand the joke behind it. The way we believe and we have believed, our parents have believed, their parents have believed, this has been going on and on and on. When I was born, I saw it. I said, what's happening? <laughs> the Kundalini is just there. There is nothing like baptism. It's a reality. It's a real happening. The awakening of the Kundalini is a real happening. You can see with your naked eyes the rising of the Kundalini and the pulsation of the Kundalini. You can even say, feel the pulsation on your head. Not in all places, people, but those who have obstructions. I have, we have got some photographs or some of the I think we have taken some films where the Kundalini was just pulsating in that triangular bone like a heart. So you can see these things on the back of a person when it is rising, if there is obstruction. But if it is smooth movement, you don't see anything. So this is what happens to your attention. Now there's another misunderstanding among people that if you see the light, you have become the light. Or there is some sort of a sensation then it is the light. Now one must know that seeing the light means you are not the light. That's why you can see. If you become the light, you cannot see it. So it's logical. You must understand everything is logical. So you cannot be the light. If you are the light, you cannot see it. One thing should be cancelled from mind that in Sahaja Yoga, what happens to you is your own knowledge. You know each and everything what you are doing, how you are doing it, how you are getting it, you become a master of that. It's not just madness that suddenly people start jumping. You see, in one of the programs we had about ten people sitting in the front row, just jumping. I said, what has happened to you? They said, our guru has awakened our kundalini, and that's why we are jumping. I said, for what, like a frog? Yes, it is written. He showed me in the, in the book, his guru had written that you will jump like a frog when you get your kundalini out. I said, now logically are you going to become frogs? Or what are you going to become? You have to become a superhuman being. And that superhuman being, as described in all the ancient scripture, has to become collectively conscious. Now it's a, an English uh, word, I mean, I think Jung has used it, but that doesn't mean this belongs to Jung. Though Jung was a realized soul, but it does not belong to him. But in Sanskrit is called as Samuhik Chetna. This is the first thing that happens to him. You become collectively conscious. This is the first thing that happens to you, and it has a, already a mention, a description and everything even in Patanjali Yoga. The trouble is, the books that are translated in English are all written by pseudo-Anglo-Westernized Indians who have, I don't know what they wanted to communicate to you. When I read some of the books, I was shocked because they said the Kundalini is in the stomach, another said the Kundalini is in the head. But it takes nothing to write a book and everything that is written is not the scripture. But people really follow it so religiously if it is written in black and white, then they think that is the knowledge. Knowledge is not in the books. It is not in the books. Knowledge is in your central nervous system. The rest of it is all myth. Whatever you know through your central nervous system is the knowledge. People talk for 
days together and there are tapes and tapes and tapes and nothing but bubbles and bubbles and bubbles, nothing comes out of it. So that is not your attention becomes enlightened, by which, first of all, you know about yourself, and then when you take the light out, you know about others also. You start knowing what's wrong with others, but you don't tell them. You speak in the language of Sahaja. Like you'll not say, this fellow has ego, because he'll turn around and give you a slap, so better not say that. You have to be very careful, because those who are seeking can be very nervous, violent, all types of people. Uh, we had one gentleman who came to my program who was an alcoholic, and he came, started shouting at me at the top of his voice. I said, all right, today you go out and tomorrow you come and see. He got his realization after that he's a beautiful surgeon and a beautiful person. But sometimes he again feels shy that he shouted at me. But that's gone, that's finished, where is he? He's no more. It's like an egg has become a bird now. All that was egg is finished, now you are a bird. So you become a bird which has to fly out. Strengthen your wings and you have to fly out and know for yourself what is the sky, what is the kingdom of God and how you have to enjoy. Now when attention becomes very, very alert and you start feeling the sensitivity of the attention, in the West it happens more, that you start verifying it. You try to verify, oh, let's see the vibration of this, let's see the vibration of this lady, then they'll ask, are you suffering from this, then they'll verify it. They go on verifying. See, they take time. So they go on verifying is this correct or not, like Dr. Warren uh, himself gave me a very hard time, you see. And uh, he was asking, <laughs> he was not believing it, because it was too much for him. He has been to all the gurus, everyone, everywhere, a big list, you see. So when he came to me, he, he was quite suspicious, he could not believe how it could happen. So he tried to verify it here and there and there, and then he verified it. When you have verified it, then you accept it as truth. So only the truth you accept through your vibratory awareness first, and then you see it so clearly, what is the truth and what is the myth. It's so obvious that, that you don't have to ask me, ask anyone, you know this is the truth and this is the thing. And truth is one. Truth is absolutely one. There cannot be three points on truth. You see, I was in uh, America and somebody came to see us, and we were trying to tell that lady what Sahaja Yoga is or how... She was amazed at one thing. She said, how is it all of you are just supporting each other all the time? If one says one point, the another supports that. How is it you are all working it together? Because you are collectively conscious. You all work as a one personality. You see, because truth is one. If this is white color, everybody sees this as white color. I mean, nobody will say that this is black. In the same way, when you see the same thing, if you are honest, if you are dishonest, Still, in Sahaja Yoga you have to become honest, you jolly well have to become honest, you cannot help it. So, you start saying the same thing. The best thing that happens to your attention is, because attention is your sustenance there. Now people think religion word is very dangerous, because religion has been organized and it means some sort of a mythical stuff. <coughs> but what happens to sustenance? We have got within us a sustenance, means you can see a spring has got its own sustenance to remain like a spring. But when it lo loses its biological qualities, then it becomes linear. In the same way, we, because of mistakes, have become 
little linear by temperament. So our biological sustenance has gone down, that power has gone down. Like peptones, you see, in the form that exists in the human beings have tremendous, this spiral sustenance within them. They can remain spiral. But you put all the amino acids of the world and try to create one like that, only 5% you can achieve, so you can imagine what a tremendous this body is created. Now you have the sustenance to be spirally uh, sustaining your qualities and these are 10 sustenances within us. And these sustenances are destroyed by fake, fake gurus. First of all, they destroy your sustenance. And when they start destroying, you develop a problem on your head here. If it is destroyed by other gurus, then you develop these five chakras here, which become prominent sometimes, and you develop a destroying force here, destroying force for yourself. That's how all these diseases and all these things come in. Even cancer can be caused by that, epilepsy and all sorts of diseases can be caused by that. Now, if you believe that the, there is no guru, I'm the guru, I can do it, you see, that's also wrong, because you cannot do it. Like, if a candle has to be enlightened by itself, it does not get it. It's some enlightened light has to enlighten it. And once it is enlightened, it can enlighten other lights. This is very logical, you understand that. So if you say, I'm my own guru, and uh, I don't care for anybody, I'm trying my own meditation, so you have spoiled also your instrument by that. When you have spoiled your instrument, then you develop on this side, because they move across there. So on this left-hand side, you develop again five destroying forces. And in the center is the collective being. So there are 11 forces called Ekadasha, which are built in. And these are the forces ultimately are to be used for the complete sorting out by the advent of the Kalaki, as you call it, the last one who is going to come. So we should not allow these forces to be built up. If somebody has cancer, first thing that happens to a person we have seen that he either has from this side or this side is developing these centers inside the brain. So these centers are very dangerous and one has to be careful. Now when you start understanding that your attention has enlightened, you can see within yourself what's happening within your chakras, how are they, whether they have built up these centers or not, whether your kundalini is up there or not, whether your chakras are all right or not. You can see for yourself. Then you can also help others. Once you get your vibrations absolutely established and you are established well, you can give realizations to others. You can give them the awakening and the knowledge and everything about it. But knowledge is the, what they feel. Once the energy starts flowing it, then you have to tell now, this is the energy flowing from your hand. Now see for yourself how to work it out. And then once you work it out, you can do it. You can tell him, ask him to work it out. First he may not believe it, possibly. But because you have gone through it, you have patience. And you understand, because you are a seeker, 
So you understand that I have suffered it, so this person is also has the same problem through which I have gone. You have tremendous patience and love for that person and you try to explain to him how it is to be done and that's how you can create thousands of people who are realized souls. Now in India, it's true, what he says is true, that thousands of people can get realization and have got it. But I must say there's one gentleman who is not an educated person very much, he's a farmer. He himself has given realization at least to 8,000 people, at least himself. So it is quite possible for you to manifest your powers and your understanding through which you try to correct others, which just flows. Then the whole idea is that you see first time you are manifesting the living power. Before this you could not, from dead to the dead. You make some tree dies, then you make some building, you say, now oh, we have made the building. From dead to dead we create and we really become slave of the matter. Like we make a chair, then we can't sit on the ground. We make a uh, bed, we cannot sleep on the ground. Like that we start becoming slave of the matter. But after realization you are amazed that for the first time you are giving your living power to the Mother Earth also. If you give your vibrations to the Mother Earth, even in the water that is flowing to, say, to a field. You'd be surprised the yield would be at least four or five times more, very tasty, and it won't have all the problems of the hybrid. Hybrid has a big problem. We have tried this in an university, in one of the very great agricultural universities in Maharashtra, where so many professors now, even the dean of that place is a realized soul, and they say that when you give these vibrations to even to cows, Indian cows, they start giving quite a lot of milk, but not like the Australian milk. But they, they think that if you take Australian milk, you get confused personality because, <laughs> because they are hybrid cows, you see, and they don't understand. And they gave an example of how the egg and the hen are confused from the western side. Because in India, if the if uh, an Indian cow is there and the calf dies, then the Indian cow immediately stops giving milk. But if it's an Australian cow, it forgets about it, just starts giving milk all the time. <laughs> so they can't understand that how is it the emotional side is missing there in the Indian cow. And like hen and everything they have studied. And they have made a big research on this. So with your vibrations, you do increase the productivity of the soil. So you solve many problems that are facing human beings. Your sustenance is awakened, you give up all your habits. You are no more a slave of any habit. Just they drop out. So many people who have been tremendous alcoholics and all kinds of problems they had, they just dropped out all their habits. It's amazing to see the people, how they drop out their habits overnight. But not always if the person doesn't have so much willpower. Young people do it much faster, but I have, I have seen even old people doing it. But in case the willpower is less, then we know how to even enlighten your willpower. How to bring your willpower into play or your heart's power into play. These powers are within us which are to be given balance. Like today when I was talking to the lady, she didn't feel first any cool breeze. I said, you put your right hand towards me because you are working very hard. Your right side is all exhausted and left side is sleeping. 
So she put her right hand towards me, she started feeling the cool breeze because she ventilated from this side and she got the nourishment on the right hand side and she started feeling the cool breeze. So this is what happened today and it will happen always with you, you'll find out that you have some imbalances which must be corrected. And once you know how to correct your imbalances, you then start correcting the imbalances of others without telling them. You don't have to tell them that you are correcting, but it just happens. And when it happens, they themselves are amazed, how is it this is working out? This is the minimum of minimum that happens to you, that you feel absolutely healthy. Diseases like cancer, AIDS, all these things drop out because they arise out of the combinations of certain centers. And if you know which centers they are causing, I mean, those who are suffering will feel it on their fingertips and will know these are the centers. If you know how to awaken these, you can cure yourself. You don't have to go to the doctor at all. But you have to do the whole thing religiously, understandingly. At least for a month, you must settle down with it and work it out religiously to become proficient and expert. Yoga has another meaning. Yoga also means expertise, or you can call it kaushalam, yoga, yukti, kaushalam. It's a trick, or the expertise, the knowledge, the true knowledge as to how to manifest your manifestation of your spirit and how to use it, the power of God, and how to be all right yourself and keep others all right. This is the knowledge which is called as Shuddha Vidya in Sanskrit language. Now, when the attention is enlightened, you also know through your attention that all these people who are fighting differently, that Christ is ours, somebody said Muhammad is ours, and another says this is ours, and all that are all stupid people. Because these are all the flowers born on a living tree. And when people remove those flowers, the flowers have died, and the ugly flowers are sticking onto themselves are saying, this is mine and this is mine. They all belong to the same tree of life that is here, and all these chakras have the, these deities on them. As deities, they are there, and they are the milestones of our evolution and our consciousness. Consciousness has been established as far as the father side is concerned and the son side is concerned. Now the mother side has to be established, which is the kundalini, which has to rise and has to nourish you. So in the new consciousness, what is going to happen? You are going to move spirally up higher as a feminine personality in the sense you don't become a feminist or anything, but you develop the compassion, the love, the affection, the forbearance, the soothing, the redeeming quality. And that's what every human being becomes, whether he is a woman or a man. And that is today the hero, because they told me that Gandhi film is very, this thing is very, very popular. But what was the greatness of Gandhiji? Was he talked of love. He uh, practiced his love to appeal to the nobler self within you. He didn't go with his ego to fight. He went with uh, humility to appeal to the noble side of human beings, and that worked, and he, was, he achieved the independence. So this is what it is. We become like that. I would say uh, we have had great people of that caliber since long, and when you come to Sahaja Yoga, you will know about them, how many people we have had, and we never bother to know about them. Now about attention, this is what happens, because in short I have to tell you, on attention I don't know how many lectures I have given, which you can have my tapes later on from these people and know about it in details, because as intellectuals you always want to know more 
than to experience, is wrong. You should experience first and then you know, it's better. Because sometimes the listening too much to lectures and all that, one can get confused. So it's better first to have the experience. Normally we don't even give our books to people because I've seen that once they take the book, one point they'll get, mother, what does this mean? You see, and they'll stick on to that point. It's impossible to tell them, forget it, my child. Now, first of all, receive the whole of it. Now, don't stick to this point. One point they'll hold and get on, getting on with that all your life. Are you going to be saved by that? So one has to know that if you have to get into the boat, you must get out of the crocodile which is holding you. So best thing is to pull yourself out and get into the boat first, and then we'll talk about everything else. Now the second thing that happens, that you know the truth, you know the absolute, you become the truth. Whatever you say is the truth. Whatever you desire is the truth. Whatever you ask for, it works out. Absolutely, no doubt. Because your desires change, your ideas change. Now I have received today at least 30 letters in the morning. Everybody was saying one thing, surprising. Mother, I hope you get lots of seekers in Canada and we hope they ought get their realization and have the same joy as we are having. Every letter, even a little girl's letter about 12-year-old girl's letter was this, Mother, the joy I have I want to share with Canadians. Such a sweet thought in the morning I read one by one. I was so very happy, all the way from Australia, India, from everywhere, from Europe, these letters came. And all of them were desiring one thing, that Canadians must get their joy, their right to have the joy. So the third thing that happens to you, that you become the joy. Now, we always confuse between happiness, unhappiness, and joy. Joy has no duality. Joy is singular. And there you do not happiness, you do not have happiness and unhappiness, but you witness the whole thing as a play, as a drama. Now, when you are happy, actually what happens is your ego is pampered. If somebody says you are a fine person, you are a very nice person, I mean all gimmicks, you know all these things. Then the second one is you are unhappy when somebody says hurting to you. Means when his ego is there, then you are happy. When the super ego is there, then you feel unhappy. So it is just a pendulum, like one to another you are moving. But here you move. Not like a pendulum, but in a spiral way you come higher and where you become the joy. The joy is flowing. Now, joy, the source of joy is everywhere, but we miss it because we haven't got that sensitivity to feel the joy and that's why we miss it. Sometimes people say, yes, we are in joy, but this is mythical. If people just believe, oh, we are in joy, is wrong because second moment you see them, they are already unhappy. So that cannot be joy. Now, this joy gives you such nourishment and such strength that people immediately make you out to be different people. You see, supposing now if you see these people, Sajogis, uh, uh, photographs of their, the children and all that, they look like flowers. The faces are so smooth, nice and so smiling and so happy. You see the joy bubbling out of them and you'll say, what is it? No, we are just enjoying because you come in the present. The past and future ends and you are in the present. And the dynamism of the present, the dynamics of the present are so great that every moment you are full of joy. And all useless things do not bother you. The thought, you leave and you rise above that and you become thoughtlessly aware. 
a thought rises, falls off. Another thought rises and falls off. In between there's a space. You come in that space and that's the first thing that happens. You become thoughtlessly aware. There's no thought. You're silent. You're listening to me. But there is no thought that's coming in. You're listening to me. And that's the first thing that happens where you start feeling the joy. For example, now supposing if there's a beautiful thing I see and I see it, just see it, the joy of the creation flows through me. Like a lake which has no ripple in it, the whole creation around it reflects the complete joy of its creation. But supposing I, uh, I start thinking how much it must have cost and how much they must have paid. Now, if I buy it, how much insurance I'll have to pay? Finished. Then there is no joy out of that creation. So the best thing is to see the thing without thinking, which is a very difficult thing. We do it. For a split of a second we do it, and that is so remarkable that we see things, you see me, you know I'm here. You don't have to think that I'm here. So how much higher that you are than all the computers put together, because computer cannot see without thinking. It has to first of all think, then it sees. So your computer is such a great computer which has been created. And this greatest computer has to become really the computer of the divine. And then your computer starts working. But that working is so joyful, so great you cannot imagine. First time you start enjoying human beings. Now the human beings are busy fighting. They find anything to fight with each other. They bark at each other sometimes, I don't know. They do all kinds of things which they should not do normally. You tell them you are brothers and sisters and this and that. We are United Nations and God knows what happens. Suddenly the whole United thing falls off. Because it's just a mental projection. It's not a reality. Whatever is a mental projection will fall off. It is linear. It doesn't have that spiral sustenance within itself. But when it becomes a reality, it never loses its sustenance. You are just there. And so that's how you really become related to each other in a pure relationship. There is no lust and greed, nothing. Pure relationship between each other because you enjoy the vibrations of others. Like one gentleman was in Calcutta who came to me and I gave him realization and as an Indian he touched my feet. There were two other Sahaja Yogis staying in another room in a hotel. They just rushed in, they said, who is on your feet, mother? I said, why? He said, we felt such joy coming on our head. I said, just see there. They started feeling his vibration. Oh, they had never even seen his face. Said, what a great, oh, what a nice thing is up. They were feeling so happy. And then, you see, this fellow lifted his head. He said, are you now fed up with it or not? I'm tired now. <laughs> he said, now we are enjoying it. We better be there for a while. <laughs> even a little child, as he understands, if he's a realized soul. Small little children understand it better than we do because they are realized souls. If they are realized souls, they are very, very sensitive. Like I was in uh, San Francisco and one of the surgeons said, these Americans cannot understand unless and until you have a course. I said, course now, how can you have a course? We must make some sort of a semester or some sort of a class, otherwise it won't work out. I said, but how will you do it? It's impossible because somebody will touch so fast and somebody will do so slow, so how can it do it? I said, it is not possible to have a class and all that. But I told him a story of my grandchild 
understand. I told him, please be seated. I, uh, I told him the story of my grandchild that uh, once uh, she got a paper in her class, little one, she was about four or five years, kindergarten, and she brought it to me. She said, Grandma, what is in this paper? So I said, it's written here that if you pay 100 rupees in a particular hotel, if you go, you will get your transformation. So she said, how can it be without Kundalini? How can you transform a person? You see, little thing, she said. So the other one says, the elder one, she said, oh, and, and a course for it. Just imagine. My father has done 14 courses and his Kundalini is just there. Even a little child understands if they are realized souls. See, and they understand who is realized, who is not realized. This little William we have here is so wonderful, you don't know. He little thing he understands. We have many beautiful realized souls, and you must be also having children as realized soul. There are many children who are going to be born. Many children want to be born, and we have to have sane life for that. But I will not say anything before realization because half of you may go away. So I don't want to say anything. Once you get realization, the sanity comes in, and you start behaving in a very sane manner. You understand that sanity is the basis of our existence. If we are not sane about it, if we are not balanced people, we lead a life which can take us to the left or to the right. I hope you have talked to them about that. Last time. Uh, he has talked about this to you and which is a very dangerous thing from where you get all kinds of diseases. So I don't want to frighten you about it. You can be all about it once you have your realization and once you learn how to do it. Now, I have to tell you one thing, Sahaja Yoga is not something like a guru shopping, that people talk, I went to this guru, I paid so much, I went to that guru, I paid so much. Now, there are some people who stick on to one guru. They cannot leave. Even they will give up their realization, but they will not give up the guru. This is the trouble with them is. You see, so all these two types of people, Sahaja Yoga doesn't work out. And if you are sticking on to any guru like that, it is better that you leave us in peace, because there should be no quarrel on that. You go to your guru and get it. But as far as we are concerned, you have to give them up completely and have to be here. Now, you shouldn't ask me personal questions about them, because I know all of them to be horrible people who are taking money from you, buying Rolls Royces, like the one of the newspapers here. They said we would not like to publish uh, uh, anything about Mataji if she has no Rolls Royces. Can you imagine? I was amazed. <laughs> I said, what? Really? They said so, that we are not interested in a person who has no Rolls Royces. I don't know what they meant. They must be meaning that a controversial person they would like to have, not a person who is non-controversial or the one who is bringing some good news. Because good news is bad news for, uh, I think, newspaper people. They must have bad news, you see. So. That must be the reason. But I was amazed that from Canada, a very well-known uh, newspaper man uh, said that if she has no rose rices, we are not interested. <laughs> so that is what it is, and one has to understand that Rolls-Royce has nothing to do with God. Those people who live on your money and live on your earnings are parasites. Forget those people. Have no attention for them. They are not gurus. They are parasites, and some of them are even devils, absolute devils, no doubt about it. Ten years back I had come, I told everyone about them, they by their name, everything. Nobody filed a suit against me, you'll be surprised. I told their names and everything. Nobody did anything against me. 
but they are they went strong all the americans went on guru shopping you see they want to have a choice as they have choice for their different handle different locks different everything they must have also a choice for gurus you see so they have got all of these people to be chosen from and in a big elite parties i have seen even in london where i have another kind of a life i find they talk oh which guru you have been oh that one i have paid him quite a lot now i am going to try another one You see, this is how people are, and for those people, Sahaja Yoga is of no meaning. For them, it's just a fashion. But for those who are real seekers, Sahaja Yoga is the one who respects all the real people, the special category of people. As William Blake has said, the men of God who will become prophets, and they will have powers to make other prophets. all such people are dearest to my heart and i'll go all out to see that you are all established as the greatest gurus of the world may god bless you i i was thinking that if i ask uh, you to ask questions uh, we might spend too much time and i think if can write your questions because some people who have questions too much in the mind you see they cannot get rid of them so better write them down somewhere and you can give the questions to me and i'll try to answer them and write to you or somebody will answer them to you so please don't worry just now about asking the questions because we'll be wasting a lot of time and if you give somebody a chance is all right if somebody doesn't get a chance then he may start quarreling so i don't want to have all that <laughs> i know i know they are just like children <laughs> so today you will get your realization you may touch your reality but as i told you you have to face yourself which is very easy after realization you should come to the center that we have have told them exactly he's this. going to make an announcement at the end of now the write it down i think what they tell gram even if you haven't got the realization today you will get it doesn't matter all of you are seekers of ages you all should get your realization that's your due that's your right you have to have it so you just write it down the address you go and see there and ask whatever you want to ask if you have any troubles they'll tell you how to get it cured it's very simple so we are going to go ahead with it and we are going to know everything about it fully this is the best thing that one should ask for and one should get it if you want to have it it's all free you cannot pay for it the whole thing is sorted out there's no research needed nothing you have to just get your realization and you have to know that you are now on the path of knowledge and as you are moving the light is taking you ahead for you to understand everything everything you will understand and everything you will know there's no darkness about it there is no private session or anything it just works out it's so wonderful because the blossom time has come and you are all like many flowers on the tree of life 
which have to become the fruit. So little gentle breeze and it works out. To give the address, I think, to that before we start. Uh, he'll give you the address of the center where you can come right now and regularly and work it out. But in the meantime, for those that have... The address of our center in Vancouver is uh, 4518 Wood Green Drive. Yes, that is again 4518 Wood Green Drive. That's out in West Vancouver. And our telephone number is 922... Five four three oh nine double two five four three oh. Should I mention about the meeting tomorrow? Mm. No. Well, I'll do it just later. Yeah. Okay, and um, please leave any questions with the people when you leave. They'll be out on the desk outside. Thank you very much. And don't forget to leave your address and telephone number so we can keep in touch with you to let you know about the programs, the further programs in Zaj. It's very important that we want to let you know what's happening. Would everyone just slip the shoes off and put your hands on your lap and we'll, Sri Mataji will endeavor to give you all the experience tonight. There is nothing to be frightened of, first thing. You see, they have said that Kundalini does in and all that is not there. It's such a beautiful thing. You just forget about all those books. So not to be afraid of, keep your shoes back, put your hands straight and sit straight. Straight, straight, not to slouch back. Or don't put your head back or forward, but keep it in the center. <coughs> and hands should be stretched properly just like this, because these fingers have got the endings of the sympathetic nervous system, they receive the message and the kundalini starts moving upward. Another thing you have to see that you don't have anything tight around your waist and nothing in the neck, you see, especially any guru mala and all that should be removed because then you'll say, Mother, I never got realization. Better remove all the guru malas. Please remove them. I know some of you have got it. Because you should not be bound to anything. There's nothing to need. Wear. What is there to wear? Nothing to wear. You see, this is just a, a clubbing. You are not to club. You are independent. There's nothing to wear or to have a sort of a brand. There's no need to have any brand at all. You are a free person. Absolutely free person. Look at him. How he is. You cannot wake up. <laughs> That's how. You should not brand yourself as anything. <laughs> Only human beings brand themselves. There's nothing to brand yourself. It's not good. So take out everything and forget all these things. Just uh, it's a kind of a thing going on all over the world. They have clubbed you. They have used you for that. And you should know that your self-realization is important. No guru, nothing is important. You have to become your own guru. Just forget them. Get your realization. That is important. Once you decide that, nothing will stand on your way. All right. Now you put your left hand towards me because it's the hand that expresses your desire. So put it like this, straight, 
like this. Your palm upward, parallel to the ground, and, uh, and very comfortably on the lap. Very comfortably on the lap. Now, as I told you that in the West, uh, little complications are there. We'll have to use the right hand. That is for the action. Because in the villages, as he said, it's correct that 6,000 people can get realization because they're very simple people, no complications. But we have to nourish ourselves a little bit more. So it's all right, a little bit more has to be done. Now, close your eyes. You can take out your spectacles if you want because you don't have to see anything. On the contrary, your eyesight might improve. Put your left hand towards me and right hand, you can put it on your heart. Now, one thing I have to tell you, don't open your eyes till I tell you. It's very, very important because if your eyes are open, the Kundalini may not rise with that light because you will be surprised that the Kundalini knows everything about you. It's like a tape that is taping everything that you have done, that you are doing, and that you are up to. So you please do not open your eyes. It's no mesmerism. So you have to watch out only for the silence within yourself. Now don't fight your thoughts, nothing. It will just happen automatically. You don't have to fight your thoughts. Don't have to fight anything. Forget the past. And just before starting, remember that you are not guilty. Tell yourself at least three times, I am not guilty. Tell yourself absolutely with full confidence that you are not guilty. How can spirit be guilty? If you are the spirit, how can you be guilty? Now put your left hand towards me and right hand on the heart to begin with. Now you know that in the heart resides the spirit. Close your eyes now. Please close your eyes. In the heart resides your spirit. So now you have to ask a question to me. You can call me Mother if you like. You can call me Sri Mataji if it is easier for you. So say, Mother, am I the spirit? Ask the question. In your heart. Seriously ask the question thrice, Mother, am I the spirit? Which you are. But it's an absolute question you are asking. At that asking only, the Kundalini gets the news. Mother, am I the spirit? They'll take him out a little. right hand on the left hand side of your stomach. Here is the center of primordial master. So if there is anything gone wrong with that center, we have to nourish it. So put your left hand towards me and right hand on the left hand side of your stomach. As I told you, the spirit is your guide. The spirit is your guru and the spirit is your master. And he is the one who is going to guide. So you have to ask a question, Mother, am I my own master? 
say thrice. Now take this hand little lower, little lower in the stomach on the left hand side. Here is the center of true knowledge, of the Shuddha Vidya, the technique, the true knowledge. Here you have to say, Mother, please teach me the true knowledge, give me the true knowledge, the true technique. Keep your eyes shut. Don't move your attention here and there. Just keep them straight. Don't move your eyes higher, lower, anywhere. Just keep them absolutely simply closed. Say at least six times, Mother, please let me know the true technique of divine laws. Again, back to the prim primordial master's center, which is the left side of your stomach, and press it hard now. At this point, you have to say, now with full assertion, you have to say, Mother, I am my own master. With full confidence, you don't need any guru. Mother, I am my own master. Put your left hand on your lap, straight, on your lap, straight, palm upward. On the left, left lap. And now say with full confidence, ten times, Mother, I am my own guru. I am my own master. Please don't feel guilty while saying that. Because you have accepted somebody as a guru or anything, forget it. Forget all that. Don't feel guilty. For anything you don't feel guilty, please. That's how you have been put down. You are a special category of people and you have been put down by telling you that you have to feel guilty about something. Please don't feel guilty.
now, after saying for ten times, Mother, I am my own master, raise your hand to your heart. Don't say any mantras or anything. Keep your mouth steady. Now just say at this stage with full confidence. Twelve times. Mother, I am the spirit. With full confidence you must say. Somebody has to tell that gentleman. James, please tell the gentleman who's come now how to do it. Twelve times you have to say with full confidence, Mother, I am the spirit. You are the spirit. request you that none of you should get up and disturb others. It's not fair because people are meditating just now, trying to raise their kundalini. It's a very important time for them. The most important. Now put your right hand on the base of your neck on the shoulder, on the left hand side, on the left hand side from the front and hold it tight. <clears throat> At this point, as I told you, you have to say, Mother, I am not guilty 16 times. And if you still feel guilty, you go on saying it for 32 times or 108 times. It's a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be cheerful about it. <laughs> Mother, I am not guilty. The biggest problem is that today, I really tell you, believe me. Try to take it out. It's difficult. It's too much. I can't understand. Please don't feel guilty. Whatever you have done, you have done, finished. Past is past. Look at that. Can they believe? Put your hand from the front so it won't hurt you much. Not a, don't raise it, but put it from the front side so it won't trouble you too much. Please say it sincerely. Mother, I'm not guilty. Please say it sincerely. Now put your right hand across your forehead. This is the center of Christ where you have to say that I forgive everyone. You really say that? 
Many people say it's difficult, mother, to forgive. Actually, whether you forgive or do not forgive is a myth. What do you do? You are torturing yourself. Put your right hand across your forehead and left hand towards me. Across. The full hand. At this point, forgive everyone. Please forgive everyone. Mother, I forgive everyone. Better forgive, you'll feel so much lighter, you don't know. It's an unnecessary burden on the head. It's a mythical burden. Don't remember all those whom you have to forgive. Just say, Mother, I forgive everyone, like an ocean of forgiveness. Talking about the ocean of forgiveness. Just in the ocean you throw them out. Also forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. After all, you are saints. Put your right hand on the back side of your head and hold it tight. Hold it tight, back side. Now, here, without feeling guilty, again hundred times I am saying, without feeling guilty, you have to say, if I have done any mistakes, my Lord, please forgive me. But don't feel guilty about it. Now, put the hand now on top of your head, on the fontanelle bone area. Press it hard. Your, with your palm, you press it hard. Put on top of your head, on top of your head. Press it hard. Now, press it in such a way that you can move it clockwise before doing that. I have to tell you that I cannot cross your freedom because your freedom has to be there to enjoy the highest freedom. So, I have to tell you that you have to ask for your realization. I cannot force you to have it. So you have to just say, Mother, I want my realization. Please give me my realization. Now press the thing hard and move it clockwise. Clockwise. Press it hard. Seven times and say that, Mother, I want my realization. Press it hard. Just press the head with your hand. Just press it. Don't make it... Uh, just press your like that seven times.
Now you can lift your hand and see if there's a cool breeze coming. On your head, see if there's a cool breeze coming. You can change over your hand now. Change over. Put your right hand towards me and left hand there. Just see if there's a cool breeze coming. Little high, about six, six inches high. See if there's a cool breeze coming or not. Some people feel it in the hand but not in the head as it happened the day before. So I just told them that, say that mother be in my head seven times and it starts working. Mother be in my head, please. It worked out. You can change hand and again see. Change your hand and see for yourself. Again, go on changing your hand and see for yourself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's there. on your lap and sit for a while with eyes closed. Now don't think, that's one thing you are not to do. Just for a minute you keep your eyes shut. You have to you open your eyes very slowly. Now open your eyes very slowly, very slowly. Now watch me without thinking. Now how to raise your kundalini, I will teach you. Your own kundalini you have to raise. This hand is left hand. You have to put it in front of your kundalini while sitting down, just like this. And with this hand you have to move it up, forward, down, backward, like that. And you have to raise it higher, like that. So now, let's start it. Put your left hand in front of your kundalini and the right hand is to be moved and the left hand has to be taken up like this. Now the kundalini is coming up. It's very light today. Very light. Now take it up. Now make your arms loose, put your head up and give it a twist. And now tie it up. Let's see. Now again. Do the same. We have to do three times. Do it slowly, seeing the hand. But it's so light now, it's moving very fast. Now just give it a twist. Tie it up. Once again.
three times now. One, two, three. Now just see in your hands. Right? You can put up your hands, see, like this. And ask a question in your heart. Is this the cool breeze of the Holy Ghost? You feel the cool breeze? Good. Now bring it down. Those who are, have not felt it, are feeling hot, should put only the right hand towards me like this and left hand like this. Just put right hand, all of you, right hand like this and left hand. This is the ventilation. You start feeling in the right hand, like this. Left hand like this, right hand like this. Start feeling with the right hand. Alright? Hot. Just see, I'm the spirit. And forgive, forgive, forgive. Till back up. Like this. At the back. Hot. You must say, I'm the spirit. Believe that you are the spirit. Catching on the heart. Better? Now turn the other hand. Hmm. Just keep the hand steady here. Better. All right. Now put both the hands. I think raise both the hands would be better right So I can see. It's quite a lot. Good. <laughs> it's a good thing. Now you have felt it, but now don't think about it. By thinking you haven't got it, it's the Kundalini that has risen and given you this baptism. Now you have become a bird, but the bird is still inside the shell, it has to break completely out of it, for which you have to work it out. And those who haven't got it also should not feel bad about it. Everyone is going to get it, everybody has to have it, and you all are going to get it. But when the people tell you about Sahaja Yoga, don't start arguing with them, because they have gone further with it, they have also argued with me. Now they have gone further with it. Best thing is to take full advantage of it, full advantage of God's love, which is so anxious that you should enter into the kingdom of God. May God bless you all. Questions here? Any questions that are written, bring them and we'll take them and make an answer to them. Tell them how to give them. Also one minute more. You must learn how to protect yourself before going out. Please, just a minute. There's one further little technique. To give yourself a protection, to give this kundalini Action aura, aura. for your aura's protection. Put your left hand to Sri Mataji, and your right hand goes in this fashion. 
I'll show you. Shri Mataji. This right hand should be put like this on one side and should be taken one. This is to your arm. Even if you have got realization or not to do it. It's good for you. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Seven for seven centers. Now you can raise your Kundalini up like this. And tighter. The Kundalini is tight. Now see, it's better. Right? There's no air conditioner. Because some people start thinking about air conditioning. Your head has become an air conditioner now. You know how hot it was? Now it's better. May God bless you. Tell them about tomorrow's session. This is a big blast. Because it's a short time, I don't mind. As Sri Mataji is here in Canada for a very, very short time, tomorrow morning, at the address that was given, we, the Sahaja Yogis, are having what we call a very short little worship of Mother. This is an opportunity in which our centers can be purified very, very rapidly because at that time... But it's a blast. I must have. At that time, Those who when can she's bear. sitting in puja, and you're sitting in puja, you're receiving the flow of her vibrations, your chakras will get, as she said, a blast. <laughs> it stirs up the rubbish and throws it out, and it allows the beautiful energy to rise and establish itself in the centers. Normally we never do like this. See, this is not the way we do it, because it is uh, rather stupid sometimes for people. They start thinking about it also sometimes. So it's a blast. It will clear you out. There won't be any harm as such, but it will clear you out. And it's a very great thing. And we tried this in Santa Cruz seminar. With 150. 150 people, and they were new, absolutely. absolutely new people, just like you. And it worked out, so I want to try it because once I go away, I'll come after one year. So it will be very late. If you can bear it up, it's not so difficult as you think, but maybe a little bit of maybe pain in the stomach, some people might get something at the most. But it will clear out in no time. So if you are willing for that, just to come for a puja, which is a very simple thing, uh, you don't have to do anything. But it clears out all your problems and settles your chakras in proper places. It's a wonderful thing. And I have agreed. They, they said that, Mother, because you have come here only for three days, you have to allow people to come down. So I'm quite willing for it. So may God bless you. So instead of questions tomorrow morning in a workshop, she's giving you the ultimate, a chance to take it a lot deeper and let the experience grow. So you're all invited, those that would like to come, Take the address from the front door if you haven't already got it, and you're very welcome to come along tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Start 10. Uh, maybe even earlier, perhaps oh, nine, 9 o'clock. 9.30. 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, you should be there, 9.30. Be sitting by 9, and we'll begin at 9.30. We'll, it will last for a couple of hours. Before lunch, you'll be able to leave. Okay? And well, you can have lunch also. We'll give them lunch. In Australia, Sri Mataji always cooks 
for everybody. I don't know whether there'll be a chance tomorrow, but she sometimes does. We'll see. We try to give you lunch. But I must give lunch to children, isn't it? That's the only chance I have here. I'll be coming after one year. Then when will I meet? So don't forget to give your address and to take the address, please. Somebody is at the door to give you the address and to for you to take the address of the centre. <coughs> to repeat the address once more before you leave, it's 4518 Wood Green Drive in West Bank. Do you explain to them about this photograph? And everybody's welcome. No, we didn't. I think no, Graham did. Telephone 9225430. We also have a regular Wednesday meetings at the downtown library here in Vancouver. If you can't come along tomorrow, you can come down to our meetings, which are quite free, at the downtown library in Vancouver every Wednesday at 7 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, the address again is 4518 Woodgreen Drive in West Van. Telephone number. Hello. 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 How do you do? Come along. Hello. The room number in the library is 307. It's on the third floor. Okay. Is it a Thank you, baby. How are you, Felicity? Um, 